How's it going, guys? This is Josiah, and welcome to another episode of Josiah's Voice. Happy Friday. Um, I'm really enjoying season two of Josiah's Voice. In this season, I'm sitting down with my creator friends to talk about uh, their passions, uh, what they like to write, the movies they like to make, the music that they do, um, and many, many more uh, passionate, creative, artsy things. This one-on-one interview thing, uh, I think I'm getting the hang of it. Um, it's a little challenging, but I'm I'm learning about Zoom and recording Zoom and Google Meet and scheduling things. I thought I was decent with uh, with my my technology. I thought I was a little technologically savvy, and then season two, you know, was like, hmm, are you? <laughs> so uh, I even totally one day deleted like three or four zoom uh schedule invites and it just it nearly ruined my day but i fixed it i i found a way to restore them and and add the notes and questions and whatnot so anyway um i hope you guys are enjoying season two that's my little update on how i'm doing with uh 2020 technology so in this episode i'm talking to my good friend lang johnson and in this episode, um, this is another writing recap episode. I hope you enjoyed the first episode of season two. I talked to my good friend Riley Joss about her writing journey and writing her memoirs. And in this episode with Lang today, I'm talking to her about uh, another stage of, of writing. Um, in this episode, uh, we cover not only, um, how she was uh she worked in IT and and finance um she talks about how supportive the Instagram writing community is how supportive her friends are and her husband is um because uh most of her writing friends are actually are uh are all online mostly um and she talks about how enriching uh that is and and how fun it was uh, to meet up with her back when I was in Maryland um she talks about how she comes from a family of writers, how her mom's a writer, and um, she answers my question that kicked all of this off, which was, what was the book that inspired you to write? And then I thought of other um, things that are associated with that, like as I talk to my filmmaker friends and people, like what's the thing or the person that inspired you to get into this field? And uh, she expands on the book Wild. Um, that she mentioned in my episode, episode, I believe it was nine of season one, where I asked friends, what's a book that you'd want to reread for the first time? And Lang talked about the book Wild. And in this episode, she expands on that and how that inspired her. Um, she made books uh, when she was a little kid and uh, poetry books for her parents. She talks about that. Um and uh, she also gets into um, getting a book agent and writing query letters when you're trying to get traditionally published. She talks about that aspect, and I think you guys are going to learn a lot um, about the industry. Um, it's just her unique experience, but she was gracious enough to uh, to chat about it with me here. And um, I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this episode. Lang is, is really, really cool. Um, you guys should check her out on Instagram. I'll link that uh, in this episode and uh, in the description and everything. 
And um, whether you're a writer or not, I hope that you just enjoy this episode. Just um, listening to a couple writers talk about the journey and uh, the next phase of uh, Lang's journey of uh, getting an agent, um, having uh, about four or five manuscripts and continuing to just get better and better and shop around her first book of Beasts and Gods. Uh, This is uh, Lang Johnson. I hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Lang, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm good. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday. And uh, also happy, again, happy birthday, uh, depending on when people hear this. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, how was that? Uh, Lang, how was your birthday? It was really good. Um, you know, I had, uh, with COVID, there wasn't mm-hmm. much we could do, but I did spend time with a girlfriend and then... Um, this weekend, Jared, my husband, has a surprise for me. So we'll see. Ooh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great that everyone's uh, finding creative, safe ways, sometimes even including Zoom um, right. and travel, you know, in between. I know we're five, six months in. Right. We're still trying to figure it out, but it's um, cool. Like we've had my neighborhood, you know, people do the, what were we calling them? Parades or whatever of cars. Oh. You know, for Mother's Day or birthdays, for different people. People just trying to show love and support. And so that's cool that you could meet up with your girlfriend and try to do things. You know, I saw you on uh, Instagram, which was cool. And y'all were trying to, you know, still enjoy fun in the sun in the pool. Yeah, uh, absolutely. That's really good. I feel like I'm, (laughs) it's not me, but I feel like I'm the only one who was able to like, do anything yeah. <laughs> before since my birthday is in March before oh. everything was shut down because right. I mean, it was so early in the year and it's like yeah 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 and then after yeah. that it's just people having to you know do zoom or do things but I'm glad people are having fun so yeah I think we're just trying to adjust and I think we're doing a pretty good job of it I mean at this point right <laughs> like yeah I think doing a good job I think in the beginning it was kind of a struggle but you know, just like anything else, you adjust, and this is the new normal as of now. So, right. Yeah. But here's to getting to the uh, the other side of that, and whatever I yeah. guess augmented normal we we yeah. may have in the uh, in the future. So. Um, Hopefully, a better normal. Yeah, I'm hoping that as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's really good to have you on. Um, yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. It's uh guys, we uh Lang and I met on on Instagram. A lot of the people that I'm uh, looking forward to talking to um I met online. It's crazy how things uh, advance. I still remember in Yahoo chats and things how my parents put restrictions cuz you don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> and yeah. then fast forward to 2020 where on LinkedIn, Instagram, we're, mm-hmm. we're conducting business, we're doing things all over the place online. And so it's, uh, it's really cool um, to be able to befriend people and even meet people in person. Lang and I were able to, uh, to meet back when I was uh, in Maryland before I moved to, uh, to LA and abandoned everybody. We did, <laughs> um, we did. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to going back and visiting with, uh, with everyone. Yeah. And, um, 
like I said in the beginning, guys, um, I'm talking to Lang about uh, the the prompt question was um, what book inspired you to become a writer or what situation or scenario or whatever inspired you to become a writer, uh, to be become an author. And mm -hmm. Lang covered that a little bit in the, uh, I believe it was the ninth episode. Um, what's a book you'd want to reread with fresh eyes for the first time? And that's what gave me the idea or part of the idea to like start this this series of one-on-one -on -one interviews with people. Um, Lang, would you like to talk about that more in depth about the book that inspired you to become an author? Yeah, sure, absolutely. So <clears throat> the book is called Wild by Cheryl Strayed. And um, it's, a, it's her memoir. And basically, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but um, mm -hmm. she... Uh, struggled a little bit in her life well more than a little bit she had a lot of trauma going on um oh. her mother passed um which was kind of the breaking point but before that she fell into a drug addiction and um an unhappy marriage which was mostly her fault because due to her own traumatic experiences mm -hmm. um that she kind of messed up the marriage herself so she had a lot of like um self-destructive behaviors and mm -hmm. um and then her mother passing was kind of like the breaking point. So she decided to just get, well, not really get her life together, but to go on a journey. So she started in California and she did 1100 mile hike from by herself with like a, I don't know how it was a really heavy backpack. I, I want to say 60 pounds. That could be wrong. It could be like 40 pounds, but um, wow. she did it by herself from California all the way to Washington state. And, um, you know, she journaled the entire time. Um, and that's where the book came from, basically, was her journey from, to self-discovery. I also love that her last name is Strayed, and the book is called right? Wild. So it's yeah. kind of, it's like, you know, it, I, to me in my head, it's like it all goes together. Yeah, like it was meant. <laughs> yeah, but no, that's, that's really cool. What So what about it? Because as last I checked, you haven't. <laughs> written a memoir you might one day what about that made you want to become an author especially since you haven't written nonfiction just yet okay um so i've actually funny have tried to write my memoir a few times oh. and it's um cool. i find it really complicated and hard for me to do it um so i've started it and put it down started it and put it down because i personally for me feel like a memoir makes you dig into a lot of stuff in your past and also sure. a lot of self-reflection and it could be healing it could be more traumatizing so mm -hmm. I've always kind of stopped and not been able to go through with it but um maybe one sure. day but back to your question which was what made me want to write because mm -hmm. of it so I love the fact so I was kind of just I worked and I don't get me wrong. I loved my job. I was in it as I think I told you in the last episode. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, you know, the job was great. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like one of those like struggling, suffering people at my job, but <laughs> I always yeah. knew that it wasn't, you know, I just always had a feeling that there was like something else, something more. And I would, um, write little stories at my desk and like shove them in my desk drawers, just little like short, you know, and, um, I always liked writing anyways, to begin with, but 
when I read that book, I was living in California, which is just funny because that's where her journey started was in okay. California. And at that point, my husband got me into hiking. So we'd hike all the time, 15 miles, 20 miles, camp overnight. So those two things kind of lined up. And then I started realizing that her journey to self-discovery, like I thought it was just so brave what she did. She just up and left. And mm -hmm. I believe she quit her job. And, you know, I don't think she had a lot of money and she just did it. She just said, this is what I need to do right now. And that's what I'm going to do. So for me, I actually had more privilege than that because I have a husband, you know? <laughs> so, um, and when we talked about it, he was very supportive as far as me quitting and writing. Wow. So since I had that support, why not? I mean, she didn't have that support and she still did what she wanted to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so, so yeah, so that's what got me started um, with following my dreams of writing because I always wanted to write. I always liked writing. Um, and, you know, I have a family full of writers too. So. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. So yeah, my mom has, published um she has two two poems that are published in um different books in the philippines and i have an aunt who's also a writer she's published a bunch of books so yeah so um so yeah so basically i think long story short i just really liked her courage and bravery to go and follow what she wanted to do mm. and so you and then you were like in my heart me pretending to be you mm-hmm What's something I always wanted to do? Tell my own stories. Didn't have didn't have to be a memoir, but like mm -hmm. you loved. That's another thing I would get into. But you probably loved reading, yeah. and it's like, could I do this? If she could hike, you know, all over by herself, as you said, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Why can't mm -hmm. I do my thing? Because your other thing could have been you want an ice cream truck or something. Like it could have been exactly. anything. Exactly. Um, and you just kind of were like, okay. This is the roadmap. I'm going to take it and I'm going to do, I'm mm -hmm. going to do what I want to do. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's cool. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it, her story resonated with me a lot because we were kind of in a way living, I mean, I didn't have like all the traumatic experiences she had at that point in her life. I have had them in the past, not the same kind, but different kinds as we all probably do. But mm -hmm. um, just the fact that she was like living in California, she was hiking, she was camping. You know, I was like, that's, where I'm at right now. And then, right. you know, so it was just a little, I mean, it kind of just joined together, you know, so yeah. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Um, let me back up a second. Actually, I keep forgetting to write <laughs> this question down. It's not really one. You were starting to get into it though, so I can tie it back. Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, you were talking about working in IT a little bit about yourself and did you, yeah, did you always like reading and writing growing up so that the folks can get to know you better? Yeah. So, um, I did work in it. So I graduated from George Mason university in um, for Fairfax, Virginia. I worked in it for 10 years, um, at a company called Freddie Mac. And then, um, before that I worked, um, in finance, um, at Smith Barney and at Morgan Stanley. So um, as far as writing, I always loved writing. So when I was little, 
you know, because I didn't have money. So <laughs> my, I'd, I'd make like um, storybooks for my parents. And um, nice. Yeah. So I. <laughs> yeah. You did too? Yeah, or, or for my friends in this case. But yeah, I, I take cool. a, I don't know if you did it that this way. I take a bunch of printer paper and then mm-hmm. fold it and then staple it. Yes. And then I'd start drawing and making comics and things. But go ahead. Yes. No, I do the same thing, except which is like story because I can't draw. So so I do that. But um, yeah, so I would do that. And then I wrote um, a lot of poems, which Mm -hmm. I'm sure were like, I mean, I was like six. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I think it was just like she ran to the van or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But um, simpler times. Right. Yeah. So, um, and then <clears throat> my parents actually didn't let me watch TV. I had like mm. designated hours where I could watch TV. So my mom on weekends, she'd take me to the library and I'd get like the max amount of books. I don't remember mm. how many books you could get, but I'd get the max amount. And then, um, so I'd read and that was pretty much <clears throat> a lot of my childhood. That sounds like me, actually, because my, my uncle recently reminded me, I don't know what we were talking about, but he was like, I remember Josiah, you know, your dad and I would hang out and you'd come with us and you'd come out of the house with an arm full of books and your dad would say, okay, we got to stop by the library. Josiah's got to run in there real, real quick. And then you'd go in, we'd all go in, look around while you return them. I wouldn't know where you went. You'd come back with an arm full of more books. Oh, <laughs> I love, yeah, I loved the library uh, as a kid. I loved the, um, I guess back then we didn't call it audiobooks, or maybe we did, but like take, uh, uh, what's it called? Storybooks yeah. on cassette and you'd follow yeah. along with it and, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And that's cool that you were, so you said finance and IT, so you were numbers woman. So that's cool. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because sometimes there's this idea that if people are more, numbers driven that or engineering and things and that's kind of more their is that left brained or right brain i can't remember i yeah i, I know I you know what i'm talking that. about right mm-hmm. well you know what's actually funny about that is and i guess this might also be a lesson is okay. um when i went to college i was more whatever brain is more creative right okay. or left um and but i looked up um salaries for Mm. different professions and i found the number well not the number the one of the top paying salaries was business so that's the reason i took business instead of what i really wanted to take but the numbers thing let me tell you every math class from calculus to decision science to finance i had a tutor (laughs) (laughs) i know that's right that's really okay. That's really cool to go from finance and, and everything to then when the time was right, you're like, okay, you read Strade's yeah. book and you're like, okay, so now it's time to jump into, it's time to jump into my story. So that leads me to what's your, what can you tell us? What's mm-hmm. your story or what was your first book about? It might be the one I read. I think it is, but I might be wrong because mm-hmm. y'all Lang writes, at least to me, you write like the wind. I'm glacial. I take my time, but you seem to always be flying, and it's always exciting, you know, when you when you update us. So, what was your first book, and what inspired that book? Okay, so um, because 
as I'm sure a lot of writers know this, that it's like really hard for me to explain my book. I'm just going to go ahead and read a synopsis that um, I, this is what actually um, I sent over to the agent that I have now. So, um, okay. In Mahagin, an island nation ruled by magic wielding warrior women, Asari has arrived by the name of Ananda. This god queen is prophesied to unite and save her people. Across the Sapphire Sea, the country of Cambria is besieged by civil war, while William, the dashing young king, is preoccupied with womanizing and spending the country's wealth on lavish parties in his honor. After returning from yet another defeat on the battlefield, William learns of Ananda and her legions of unstoppable female warriors, known for their brutal and merciless fighting. Full of confidence in his charm, William seeks out a new ally. Ananda rebuffs the handsome king until an unprecedented threat arrives on her shores, massacring her people in numbers never seen before. William is her only chance to protect her island, but it'll cost an army of her greatest warriors in marriage to a man she barely knows and trusts even less. Now they must find a way to survive each other and their enemies while caught in a web of lies disguised as their most sacred truths. Yeah. I can just see the painting on your Instagram uh, by your friend in my head of Ananda and William. <laughs> yes, yes, I love that painting. <laughs> so, yeah, so what ins- oh, what's the name of the book? Oh, it's called Of Beasts and Gods. So what inspired all of that? Because as you were going through the synopsis, I was starting to see the different, you know, the, the islands as I imagined it in my head, and the chapters and the fighting and the intrigue and... Yeah. Where did this come from? So a, a bunch of different things. Um, a, a lot of it was Game of Thrones. Um, I, just, <laughs> I, just I love really it. Like, like, I really like the darkness. Um, I liked that um, there was a gray area. So a mm. lot of, I think, books and shows, there's like the good guy versus the bad guy. This mm. is just kind of like people they all have good and they all have bad. And, you know, there's, so there's no good guy. There's no bad guy. They just are, which I think is game of Thrones. I mean, there, there's a few like Jon Snow, you know, or whatever, but for people that have watched game of Thrones, but overall, everyone's just kind of like, they do bad things. They do good things, you know? Right. Um, so that inspired me. The Dorn women in game of Thrones especially inspired me. Cause I just thought they were so, you know, like tough and, but then they were like, beautiful and sexy um but then they were also like really tough and um didn't take any any you know what from people (laughs) no they no they didn't and neither neither do ananda and her warriors (laughs) right so that was a lot of it and then i mean i guess a little bit um so the philippines which is where i'm from Mm -hmm. um just the the islands there i kind of base it off like there's a part there that has the ring of fire, which is an oh. actual thing in the Philippines. There is a ring of fire there. Um, wow. And then William, I based it on kind of like the middle ages um, in um, England. So, you know, kind of like that king that's like a tyrant, very like Henry VIII type. So yeah, so a couple, lots of different places. I wow. took the yeah. From. And Ananda was based around you as well, right? Or different things. I know I know she's a teenager, yes. but 
But I thought that was, I always think that's cool when people, you don't have to, but I think it's cool when we as writers can find ways to put ourselves, be it the Philippines or wherever you're from right. or a personality mm-hmm. trait or, mm-hmm. or anything uh, like that. Cause like you, I thought I remembered you joking about how, well, I mean, it's true. A lot of them are short and you're like, well, I'm short. And then William and all the other characters are really tall. And well, Jared's also really tall. Yeah. And just even just little, like that's not even that deep, but it's a right. thing. And it doesn't always have to be so right. serious. But I, I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> and in a cool way to kind of put yourself um, in there. What, um, what was that? What was that like writing that story? Because it's, it's a really fun read, guys. Uh, Lang uh, invited me to to beta read it. Um, I guess a couple years ago. By mm-hmm. by now, um, time flies, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just a, a lot of fun and really intriguing to to read. But what was it like to to write that draft, or maybe even to draft it for the first time? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Sure. Um, You're welcome. I think uh, so. Drafting it. So it was my first novel ever. So um, it kind of just. It was a little bit difficult um, just because I was trying to get a feel of, you know, what I was doing because I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't read a bunch of books on how to write. Uh, I didn't, you know, I just so, um, I kind of just flowed with the story. Um, but, you know, honestly, I've written four books by now and that was still my favorite to write. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I think it was because it was so new. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of like learning and trying to like fumble my way through everything and you know um the first draft was terrible <laughs> i think i shared with you like a little bit of it i yeah i don't know if you i hope you don't remember <laughs> some i i remember the screen no i i but i remember the screenshots and she was like mm-hmm you know, delete it immediately and, and yeah, whatever. burn it. We, we, we all been there. You know, yeah. I, feel, I feel you there. Yeah, but it was, it was fun to write. I think, like I said, it was the most fun book to write just because I, it was my first one and yeah. I just really liked trying to figure out how to do everything. Um, at times it was frustrating, of course, but overall it was a, a good experience and especially writing fantasy because, you know, you're just throwing in, you know, mythical creatures that you created and magic and, you know, all kinds of stuff. So that was cool. How soon did, um, uh, a beast and gods come to you after reading wild? Do you remember? Oh gosh. It was, if um, not, it's okay. No, it was, I think it was maybe, um, let me think maybe like two years. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I just, after I wrote Wild, I did start writing, but I started blogging first. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, what was that about? Um, so I had I had a fashion blog, and then I had a um, kind of like a spiritual blog, like um, mm-hmm. you know, like yoga, health, mm-hmm. fitness, and then I also freelanced for um, a company called um, Happy Girl Yoga, which mm-hmm. it discussed a lot of. Um, like holistic health and well-being mm-hmm. and um like i said again fit like yoga fitness and stuff that's cool okay so you just i always think that's cool you know to to hear like the initial inspiration and then just the journey to you know when did different germs of 
the idea or the song or the you know whatever it is that you right. you're into um especially for the listeners um between then and oh yeah i think i want to write that yeah mm-hmm. you know did it how did it did it come to you thinking about being back in the philippines or like cuz you also or travel cuz you travel a lot um yeah so um so the the book actually came to me just through um oh okay i'm so one of the things that also inspired me about game of thrones I, i'm getting this is all tied into your question of course, is yeah. um is ramsey bolton from game of thrones <laughs> <laughs> and no i was like obsessed so i was like oh my gosh i'm gonna create characters similar to ramsey bolton just because he was so insane and yeah. i love writing insane characters like that is my thing <laughs> you know i love it so anyway um <laughs> now it's getting really good everyone perked up now they're like oh she did mention <laughs> darkness right yes i love i love writing them I think that's like my, that's my thing. So um, <laughs> anyway, so um, yes, travel, I, I went, so I started the book and then maybe like five days later, I had a vacation in uh, Roatan, Honduras. And oh, wow. so that kind of inspired me because like that, it was a beautiful island and, you know, it's, along with the Philippines, of course, but that was another inspiration of mine is the, the island of Roatan. It was beautiful. And um so I got a lot of like um, inspiration from that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so a lot of travel. Um, I met some people who inspired me and it was it was just a lot of things together. So travel, people and um, books and TV shows, especially Game of Thrones. Especially Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And all the darkness and violence because there's yes. loads of that. Yes, in this I, book and I was like dang <laughs> I hope no, that was when I uh when you when I asked you to beta read it I remember sending an email sending you and I said this is really dark are you okay with that <laughs> and I you guess, said I guess <laughs> I guess I was like well we'll we'll see we'll I see guess. <laughs> um yeah because I, I don't read t- I probably this is a mild tangent, but that's okay. I think I probably watch more dark things than I read them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably just easy because it's TV or movies like, you know, like uh, Seven by Fincher or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or now I'm only thinking of David Fincher, like, you know, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo or the American version or, mm-hmm. you know, or, or um, one of my favorite shows, as violent and crazy as it is, Hannibal from uh, NBC with Maz Mikkelsen. I haven't seen it, but I heard really good things um, about it. That show, yeah, that's really good and really dark and crazy, but really emotional as well and really yeah. well written. So yeah, I think I, yeah, I think I just watch more than, mm-hmm. than I read, but things stay with you longer uh, when you read because, you know, you know the cool thing about reading and writing, one of them is like, you know, the reader gets to make it up. Right. Like, like you wrote the words and you assist with the descriptions to try to capture our senses and our imagination Mm -hmm. and give our imagination a springboard. And then it's like, you know, seeing Ananda and the women running through the jungle, hunting dudes 
or yeah. William in in a fight somewhere or in the the you know the court board because he's got to yeah. hear about the taxes and the finances and <laughs> you know or how bad of a job he's doing and how the walls are closing in and you know make a decision you know and just all of that and it's just well like, you have a good memory you read that about two years ago <sighs> yeah no it just a lot a lot of things stuck with me and I could tell that it. I, I like it when um I feel like I can pick up that the writer or the creator had fun mm-hmm. writing it or doing I was like, man, she had a good time with this scene here or or <laughs> or that joke there or trying to describe or shape, you know, the right. world. I remember one area where you're talking about like I I thought you were talking about like giant seashells or pink sand or something yeah. along mm-hmm. those lines. Yes. And I was yeah. like, dang, I am there. Yeah. Like, whoa. <laughs> and so yeah. it's just, um, it's really cool to hear the, the different people and the different things about your life um, and travel and things that really, um, really just had an impact on the book and just found their way in. Because um, my dad likes to remind me that Walter Mosley said something like, whatever you're doing, your characters should or could be doing. Like, yeah. it might be fun. And it's like, well, she likes wellness or she likes uh, travel or mm-hmm. or she's from the Philippines or you know or island right. areas and mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. kind of augments the whole situation um was it difficult to come up with like um magic or creatures or did that come super easy um i, I think some of the elements were difficult um the creatures were not that difficult because I actually I like you know magical creatures I've always kind of been into it but um some of the magic was difficult um just because you know writing magic is like Mm. it has to make sense you know like I mean it's it's weird because it's magic so it doesn't make sense to like reality like real life but then it's also like it has to make sense in the book Mm-hmm. And you know, because you you, yeah. you read a lot of the comics and know a lot of the characters, you know, mm-hmm. so their magic has to somehow make sense, right? So, right. Um, so that was a little difficult, um, but the creatures were fine. Um, some of the systems they had kind of were difficult to write, like um, the Williams religion, um, mm-hmm. since, you know, a made-up religion, so that was a little hard to put together, but... Um, yeah, so there was a lot of different pieces there that were complicated, but then some that were like fun and easy. Uh, parts that I really enjoyed writing, and parts that I was like, oh gosh, but it was important <laughs> to the book, you know. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I guess you know that's how it is. Uh, but overall, it was fun. It was really fun to write. That's good. Um, that leads me to congr- another congratulations. Um, Lang um, posted a few months ago, some really, really big news. And then I had to call you up super, I'm sure your phone was blowing up uh, mm-hmm. that day with that, <laughs> that news. Can you tell us what that, what that news was as, as much as you're allowed to tell? Oh yes. Yeah. I'm actually allowed to tell that I got an agent. Hey. Yes. Um, Air her horns. Name, <laughs> yes. Her name is Leonica and she works for transatlantic um, agency which is based out of Canada, but they also have some offices here. Cool. 
And um, she's amazing. And I'm very, very blessed to have her as an agent. Um, I have heard some like horror stories about agents and she is definitely sure. not a horror story. She is amazing. So um, yeah, so I'm really happy. I had, I believe 40 rejections before mm. I landed an agent and um, it was a really exciting day. And it, I remember she wanted to offer, I think, so how it went is she said she wanted to offer me a position, but she was going to talk to um, her senior agent. Okay. And, um, and she'd get back to me and I think it was like a few days and I spent the whole, let's say it was like four or five days and I spent that whole time refreshing my email, <laughs> my email and panicking and, you know, like losing sleep. And, you know, Cooper and, and, and the animals didn't get any food or water. Yeah, yeah nobody, nobody <laughs> didn't pay attention to anybody. I didn't shower. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and then finally I got the email wow. and I, you know what? It was so funny when I got the email, I was leaving Barnes and Noble Mm. And I was sitting in my car. So I That's thought how crazy. appropriate to get an email while just leaving Barnes and Noble. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And the, the one by your house where we did some writing sessions? Yes, yeah, that one. The that one where one. I didn't bring my power cord. <laughs> Oh, that's right. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, I did bring it, but it was running out, so we had to, like, sit in a corner. <laughs> yeah, we were kind of days. hunting for, for power all all over yeah. as it would happen. Yeah, it's... Our own adventure. <laughs> dang. I miss those days. Uh, <laughs> but we'll, we'll, we'll return to the outside again. Yeah. But no, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's pretty cool and very appropriate yeah. that you'd be, you know, probably grabbing some books or hanging out in, in uh, Barnes and Noble to yeah. then finally get some feed, additional feedback on how, how it went down. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. 40 rejections. Yeah. You would, um, I don't know if you went out of your way to tech. Well, no, maybe you did. Cause we were becoming friends. But I feel like either you were texting or you were just posting on your stories, maybe encouragement, like, okay, another, I think I could be confusing you with someone else because we, Lang and I know a lot of people, you know, chasing mm -hmm. their writing dreams. But was that right? Would you sometimes update? I would, yes. People? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'd update um, on Instagram, yeah. And I'd think about, you might have also mentioned maybe when I'd like reply back, or maybe it was me, we thought about Stephen King I think because he, I don't, did you hear that? That back in the day, I guess when he was working on Carrie, um, he got dozens upon dozens, over 40 mm -hmm. uh, rejection letters yeah. and he nailed them to the wall. Yes. And then it started to fall. <laughs> fall. Yeah, he would just keep printing them. Well, he wouldn't print them. Ha <laughs> ha. They were typed <laughs> up and mailed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he would stick them on the wall, and there were so many, yeah, that they would. There was just a little pile of rejection letters, yeah, absolutely. on the wall. But you only need that one. You need one, and that's it. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I like um, updating people because I like to keep like my Instagram page pretty honest about you know everything, and yeah. you know show the the good parts of writing and also the struggles and. You know, if for somebody, I mean, obviously I'm not an expert at all, but if somebody else is just started writing, then it's like, you know, ways to show them like not to give up hope or, you know, so 
Um, so yeah, I always like to be honest on my Instagram and not just show all the amazing things happening, you know, so sure. in my writing career. So. Yeah. Cause it, it does grant like perspective and, um, cause you and Kim and other people who, um, have like been in the query letter stage, Yeah, you know, um, talk about how tough it is. Like you're researching, you know, books online, every which way, like what's the best way to, to approach you know a query letter and and then mm -hmm. you have to like keep doing it and kind of it you know what it would you equate it to job hunting because it yeah. kind of sounds like it absolutely yes it's exactly because with job hunting it's like you're putting your resume out there you're waiting for somebody to see it waiting to see if you're you know if they want you for that position so yes it's a, a lot like job hunting did you get other uh replies a uh, positive replies as well did you have to figure out how to like cause then if you do get at least two yeses and i was like hmm yeah. now i have to i i'm also interviewing them what's yeah. the best home for for my book <clears throat> so i um got another company um that was interested but then um, there it was entangled publishing but um, they didn't get back to me on time. So they, they said that, you know, give us some time, we're interested kind of thing. Um, but they didn't get back to me and uh, Leonica um, offered me the deal, the, um, the, the book deal, or not the book deal, sorry, the agent deal. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> so it was, you know, should I take it or not? Um, so, I, you know, I took that instead of going to Entangled. And, um, Entangled is a great company, uh, but it, it's a publishing company, mm -hmm. um, whereas Leonica is an agent. So going with her, um, I would have more room to, or she would shop around more for me for different um, publishing mm. companies, see what fit best. And we have more opportunities to, you know, talk to different companies, seeing if what they had to offer as opposed to just going straight to one publishing company so gotcha is that can you talk a little bit more about the difference for anyone who doesn't know like how does an agent work with books i thought only tv stars or someone had agents you mean to tell me authors have agents yeah. as well how does can you briefly talk about how that works and your understanding of that yeah so um i, I can talk about my personal experience with it yeah. so um, with an agent, so, you know, we talked about the querying process. And so with an agent, you, they, they look at your book, they, if they like it, they <clears throat> offer you a contract. Then they, um, they, most of them, you know, if most publishing, I mean, most, I'm going to mix the words up a lot. <laughs> most agencies have, um, relationships with publishing companies. Mm -hmm. So then they look at your book, they read your book, they accept you, then they make a list of different publishing companies that they think would like your book. Um, and they're usually companies that, for me, let's say, um, specialize in fantasy or fantasy mm. romance or dark fantasy. Um, so like Tor is one, you know. I've heard it, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so, and so she puts together like a package, um, you know, with the book, with a synopsis, she writes her own little thing and um, she sends it off to publishing companies. And that's, you know, they either accept you or reject you. And 
that's how it works. But uh, a lot of publishing, the bigger publishing companies will not even look at your work without an agent. So getting an agent is really big if you want to go that route. You know, there's a lot of different routes you can take. But um, personally, for me, that's how I wanted to do it. So it's a little bit harder that way than like self-publishing or going straight to a publisher and saying, would you like my book or not? And, you know, um, so that is a little bit more difficult because you're competing with a lot of people, a lot more people. Um, you know, a lot of the, the ones you submitted to are big publishing companies. So of course that's a lot more competition there. So, um, yeah, so it's, it's not the easiest thing, but it's what I wanted to do. Um, so yeah. And like I said, some of the bigger publishing companies won't take, look at your stuff without an agent. So yeah, if that's what the route people want to go, then that's cool. But you know, you don't have to. Yeah. That's great. Cause some people might be like, yeah, what, um, should I self publish? Should I go traditional? Mm-hmm. How scary is traditional with the various uh, stages like the querying letter, like an mm-hmm. agent, um, publishing house, uh, and whatever other aspects, um, there must have been a lot of research that yeah. you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh gosh, so much research. It's not, yeah, you have to research the agents you want. That's another step is like researching agents, figuring out how to tailor your um, query letters for them because you don't want just like a complete generic query letter. Mm-hmm. Um, but also um, going back to the agent part, um, mm-hmm. another good thing about having them is they do guide you with your career. Mm. Um, so there were certain things I did discuss with her um, that I wanted to do. And she was like, I don't think that's a good idea. And this is why, or she'll say, no, it's a great idea. Let's do it kind of thing. So, um, so that is a good thing. And then she does, she does check on me um, once a month. Now. I, I'm in the process of writing, so we don't have mm-hmm a lot to talk about at this point because I'm still finishing up my next book, but she does check out once a month and say, how's it going? This and that. So that is a good thing. So you kind of have like a mentor in that agent of yours. So. That sounds invaluable. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So what, um, so now that you, okay, so you got an agent. That's awesome. What is, does that mean of beasts and gods is done? <laughs> or is there anything that has to, if I, if I get an agent and I'm talking to someone and we were having a good relationship, what are they expecting from me? It is especially maybe related to that specific book or do they have say over everything I write now? No. Um, so with the agent, and like I said, I can only speak about Absolutely. my agent. Yeah. So um, she, so even when she w- offered me a deal, she wanted certain things changed. She said, okay, well, this is this and this is that. And, um, you know, let's change the title too and all this stuff. So I look it over and it's up to me in the end. So like I agreed to a bunch of stuff because I thought it was really good points and she had great ideas. So I changed them. I didn't budge on the title. I said, I want to keep of beast and God. She was like, fine. So it's a little bit, um, it's completely up to me mm-hmm. what I want to do. Um, and like I said, her ideas were really good. So I did change those things except the title. Um, but at the same time, 
you you always you can't be so attached to your book that you're not willing to get feedback like she obviously knows the industry um she i agreed with her feedback so that's one thing i wasn't just doing it to do it um and then she also um so yeah so one she she knows the industry and you know it did make the book better her suggestions and also if you're in a working relationship with somebody you don't want to just say like hey this is it this is represent my book even though she has like issues with you know some parts of it <laughs> you know you want to work together who wants to represent a book that you know they that has stuff that could be better so yeah so i think for me it's just a working relationship even though she says that it's up to me in the end um you know i always want to take into account what she you know her her thoughts that's good no yeah because a lot of people you know they may not know, and you can be a young writer at any age, you know, you could be writing as a teenager, you could be writing at your, at age 50, whatever, but you may not know the industry, mm-hmm. um, especially, especially if you choose to go, you know, the, the traditional um, book publishing route. And I thought that would be you, you sharing your, your experience. Remember, guys, it is her experience. So if it doesn't go that way, don't blow her up. Yes. Talking about, well, Lang said... Yeah, just my experience. <laughs> just her experience, you know, slow down. Um, but I thought that would like, you know, kind of paint something of a picture mm-hmm. for people of, you know, how the machinations work um, in a good way. I know that sounds kind of sinister, but, you know, to, yeah. but to be able to see how the pieces might look for you right. um, when you're so lucky and so fortunate um, to get a to get a deal yourself, you know, whoever is you know, whoever would listen to this, you know, right. mm-hmm. um, that leads me into my next question. Yeah. How has, um, especially looking now, how, what have you been working on lately? How did writing look before <laughs> quarantine? <laughs> and then you mentioned how, you know, you, you talk to, um, your agent and check in every month. How mm-hmm. does writing look? Uh, I was about to say post. That would be nice. We're trying to get there. Yep. Pre, uh, 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 current quarantine. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, actually, pre-quarantine, um, my writing wasn't looking too good. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Um, so I wrote, um, like I said, I, I like to be honest. So I wrote a second book and... Mm-hmm. There was a point of the second book where I, I feel like I forced it because I'd already gotten so far with the book. Okay. And I just, my my mind wasn't into it anymore, but I'm like, I'm just, just going to finish it. I just have to finish it. So I finished it. Um, I wasn't happy with it. Okay. But I sent it to my agent and she had a lot of feedback. <laughs> was that, that was also, fantasy is your thing, right? The, um, More well, or less. It it is and and it isn't well it okay. is but uh, I'll talk about my next book um, absolutely so so she had a lot of feedback and I mean it was great feedback it was a lot but it was great um, <laughs> and I agreed with literally with everything she said I agreed with um, and there were things I was thinking about too but I was just kind of mm-hmm. like so done you know when you're just kind of like done with something you're like here you go here just take it yeah, yeah it's, um, it's like the, the clock is ticking proverbially and you, you kind of yeah. just want to be done 
Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's not your best work. So I gave it to her. She had a ton of feedback. I didn't want to work on it because <laughs> I was sick of it. So I nervously <laughs> sent her an email and I was like, look, I am so sorry that you took all this time to write it and or read it and give me feedback, but I just really don't want to work on it. And I want to write something else. <laughs> and so we had a zoom call and she okay. was like, yeah, no problem. So, That's was, okay. Yeah, that was great. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I was like, she's going to drop me as a client. I'm terrible, you know. It's cool. Um, quick question. Yeah. How do you know when to send in your experience, mm -hmm. in your experience, when do you know when, uh, which draft to send out to your agent? So you send out your finished draft, which I know that doesn't make too much sense because there's never a finished draft. So yeah. you, <clears throat> my process and everyone has a different process is I write, I free write. So that's draft zero. That's not even draft yes. zero. zero. <laughs> yes, she does. No, yeah. generally no outlining with no. Lang, as I recall, straight discovery going yeah. out into the wilderness. Yes, and you of... can tell. And <laughs> you can tell if you. I don't let anyone read it because you can tell. <laughs> um, so I do that, and then I edit once, and then and that's just more of a rewrite. So it's gotcha. a rewrite. Gotcha. And then I edit a second time, which is that's actually kind of like line editing. Okay. Then that's when I send it to my readers. Um, however many readers I send it to, they come back with feedback. Mm -hmm. I change the you know I. If I agree with some of the feedback, um, then I'll, mm -hmm. you know, do it. Then I, or if like all the readers say one part is whatever, like if they're like, we don't understand this part and every single reader said that, of course I'm going to change it. Mm -hmm. um, or m the majority of readers. Then I send it to my editor and then she'll edit it. Once I get it back from the editor, well, once I get it back to the editor and I make the changes she suggests, then I send it to my agent. So. That is my finished quote. Oh, you can't see my hand hands. Quote, that's unquote. air quotes for you guys. Air quoting. Yeah. I'm air quoting. Um, uh, that's my finished product to send to my agent. She oh, will God. make, she will tell me things that she thinks, she suggests should be changed too. So, um, okay. and I have asked her, I said, do you want like my second draft? What, what do you want? And right. she was like, I want the finished product. So. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I just, I was like, I mean, is it, Maybe she sent the 10th draft or the 20. I mean, you like you said, you know, there's never quote unquote a finish draft, yeah. but you know, I'd get stuck. Right. And I'd be, then nothing gets emailed. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> it's like, well, you know, I can't give you feedback on an invisible book. So I was like, you know, <laughs> what, what feedback would Lang have of, okay, whatever your relationship with your agent is for the finished product or the fifth draft or exactly. what have you. Um, and then you can kind of, go from there. Great. Okay. Thank you for taking time to describe that. Back to my other question. I'll let you get back on that. So you wrote your second book, which I believe was also a, a fantasy sort of, it, it sounded like a mentorship, but yeah. was that the one with uh don't tell me? Yeah. I forgot her name, but it's a cool name. What was Dane. her name? Dane. Dane. That was, yeah, that, that was, I don't know. It just, it's got the, it's got this sort of feral, I don't know if that's where you were going with it, but it kind of mm -hmm. had this fun, cool, feral mentorship wilderness mm -hmm. feel to me. Okay, so that was the second one. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, that you sent to her. And then how did everything else go uh, with following uh, ideas? So you're like, okay, let me work on something else. 
Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I do plan to go back to that after I finish working on these. I think I just needed like a cool. long break. Um, yeah. So I, I switched it up because um, fantasy is not the easiest thing to write. And because mm -hmm. I am unpublished at this point, I can write whatever I want. <laughs> so, you know, when you're published, yeah. I think it's really hard for like, you know, George R. Martin to now write like a romance book, right? Like, uh, okay. You know, he's fantasy. And I'm sure he can if it does great. But, you know, I think he's like in the fantasy genre. And I'm not stuck there because I'm not published. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, so now I'm I'm writing. I have written two. Okay. One is definitely a contemporary romance. That's the one that I finished mm. and is set aside while I'm editing this one, which is started out as a contemporary romance. But because I love writing dark dark right <laughs> it is now like i think it's like a thriller romance i don't even know if that's a genre my agent's gonna have fun with this one because i told her it was mm. gonna be a contemporary romance everybody's dead yeah well yeah <laughs> wow okay no spoilers but people die yes mm. yeah. that's cool a thrill thriller romance i don't know if i knew about about this one this sounds secret. That's yeah, cool. it's called yeah. Devil's Breath. So. Oh, I okay. I didn't know a lot about it, but that title you you let us in on. Yes, Devil's Breath. Yeah. That's that's cool. Mm -hmm. Wow. And so it was. So you've written four. Is that right? Yes. Or no? No. Yeah, four. Okay. Four. Um. Was it? So then it was probably dane's book where we talked about greek mythology and is that was that the one like when i told you about like the the titans and god wars and things yeah. i guess it was your research process yeah. and yeah. Mm -hmm. i was sending laying all types of wikipedia and long yeah. whatever i was like i hope you know if it's too much let me chill i'm sorry i'm blowing your phone up no that was great i love that i love that you did that that's that's and you like that process right like yes, you like yeah. talking to every and just getting i do yeah i mean because since you're not outlined it's like you really are i know writers we do this <laughs> but it's like you definitely come across as someone who's just like you just live in life and it's all coming to you yeah. and you just kind of catch it as yeah. you go mm -hmm. uh basically and you just take how does can you talk about that for a second? Because for me, we've talked, Lang and I have talked about this where I'm like, man, I'm, am I, I think I'm overthinking it. I think I'm, I'm more neurotic or, or that's my neurosis comes across that way. Maybe Lang yours comes across differently. Um, Cause Lang was once like, Oh, I don't really think about it. I just write it. I'm like, man, what? How's she not thinking? How are you not thinking about it? But it's like, you know what? That's her. That's their process. I'm like, show, show me, help yeah. me. <laughs> how does, how does that, um, how does that work for you? Um, it works. <laughs> it's been working. Um, so what started out is I um, read a book. I think it's the person that started the NaNoWriMo. Um, mm. The 50,000 words. In, uh, yeah. Uh, 50,000 words in 30 days. Was it? Uh, I think that's, uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 30 or 31 right right in november yeah i've never actually done that which is funny because i read the book and that is what got me because i was like how do i okay i want to write a book mm -hmm. how do i start it what am i going to do i see myself 
<clears throat> as sitting there and like writing a line, deleting a line, writing a line, deleting the line. And then by the end of the day, I have a blank piece of paper. So I read that book and he said, he's like, just write, do not delete a single thing. Um, write, even if you think it's like the silliest thing in the world, he's like, okay. just write it. And I mean, there have been stuff where it's like, I don't even, it's cringe. I cringe, you know, <laughs> but I, 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 I literally know yeah. And so but that's what I do. I just write and, um, and then it's done. I mean, it sounds easier than, you know, but, and that's, so that's what I do. And I don't think about it. So for me, at least, um, and everyone's different, but for mm -hmm. me, it takes away that like need for perfection. It's like, okay. you know, later on I can edit it, but at that moment, it's like, it takes away that, like I could write anything I want and I can remove it later on. And um, <clears throat> I think if I didn't do it that way, I wouldn't write at all, <laughs> you know, cause now editing, because editing is more like gives me anxiety, <laughs> but even though I love it, but um, at least I have everything down on paper, you know, so I, ha I have it down. So it's easier, it's easier to do something with something that's already written, right? Yeah. So that's when I get down to like this deep, the fine details when I'm editing. But when I write, I just write, you know. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. You heard it here. Don't outline anything. Thus saith. <laughs> well, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> my process is that. Um, you can outline. That's just not my process. Yeah. No, th that's good. Um, because it sounds really alluring of just you know taking off the pressure. Yeah. Of um, and I did experience that. Like Lang and I would um do um i would i join her on her writing sprints um sometimes yeah. i would do them on instagram one yeah. or two of you guys might have seen that and then lang would do private one which is good you know get off the internet and mm -hmm. she would just you know go go to town on her story for like mm -hmm. i guess what on average two hours you know just dedicated two hours you just kind of yeah. check mm -hmm. in like okay you know every 15 30 minutes you know what's the what's the word count right and just kind of be in the zone and that really that really helped me because i you know i would write some things down but i did find myself not having a lot of outlines and it was yeah. nice to try out your process because it did a lot of the pressure would evaporate right um and i felt like i could just kind of write from the heart and like, you know, I mean, if I didn't use it, it was, it was okay. And I'd try not to think about, you know, well, what if you don't use it? You're wasting your right. time. You know, right. it's like, right. yeah. that's not, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. that's not good. Um, can you, you actually kind of had, is there anything you would say to aspiring writers um, or maybe even seasoned writers? I don't know about mindset. I don't mean to get so life coachy, but I mean, yeah, you're, yeah. I like how you're like, um, this works for me. The pressure is off, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that's, that's where your head is. Is yeah. that, is there anything you, anything more you could say about that? Um, I just, hmm, about mindset as of writing. Yeah. Um, so I think really that writers, I know, I know the, a couple, there's a couple quotes like this, but we, love the idea of writing but we don't yeah. like writing <laughs> so um yeah right i mean and me too right you know like i i get like that and i think the main thing is to just 
um, and again, these are all like quotes I've taken from other people, but you know, they help me and it's kind of like, you know, discipline is key. You know, you just have to have that discipline to like get up and go. Cause mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you probably 90% of the time, you know, I know you tell me, and I mean, people probably see on Instagram that I am constantly writing, which I am. But I'm going to tell you 90% of the time, I do not want to go right. Like I'm literally trying to find in the mornings, especially I'm trying to find like so many things to do. <laughs> just so I can. And I'll even make excuses. I'm like, well, you know, today should just be a reading day because, you know, I need to get some, you know, I just, I'm just gonna, you know, I've been so busy, which is not, you know, not that busy because you know, this is for those that don't know, I, I write full time. So, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll even have conversations in my own head trying to convince myself <laughs> not to write. <laughs> or like even I'm like, well, I'll have an interview with Josiah at 2.30 in the afternoon. I should just, you know, prepare. <laughs> oh, you're going to put it on me. <laughs> yeah, this That's why she did. <laughs> no, I did write yeah. today, so but I would have blamed you otherwise. <laughs> Jeez. I'm, ena I'm enabling. You're an enabler. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll see your um you and uh Kim every now and again will let us uh your 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 buddy um yeah. on yeah. your text conversations and she, you know, oh did you also like clean the whole kitchen? I did. I cleaned yeah. the attic, <laughs> I cleaned the refrigerator twice. Right. I I'm like change laying change the oil in the car. I'm like, what are y'all? <laughs> What are y'all doing? Now you're enabling me. I'm like, well, they don't got a right. You you're know, like, well, I'll change the oil too. Well, I'll change the oil. I'll I'll plan a trip. I'll do what you know. Yeah. But um, that's uh, all jokes. Uh, I mean, you gotta laugh. But um, you do, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But it, that that discipline, um, because mm. really, it's on. I'm glad you you said just a little bit more. Because in in reality, I know I know you, but I think I, to the listeners, I hope you guys really grasp the the honesty in Lang's voice because she's doing it. Um, she hasn't arrived, but what I mean by she's doing it is, um, I, I think you can hear it in her voice of just like, you know, her style is, um, or one of her style is, you know, be disciplined in the way she does it, which is maybe not a lot of outlining, but writing from the heart for a right. couple hours every day. I, you take the weekends off, I think, which is good. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. And you just own, you know, the theme of the episode is Lang's experience. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. But that's what you got to do, you know, right. because you got to own your own experience and your right. own discipline and then just kind of do it um, and see see what happens, see how it, how it works out. Because, um, yes, to your point, it works because now you're four manuscripts deep and you have some variety, you have things you can bounce around with. Um, yeah. So how does, um, well, yeah, did anything uh, change all that much during COVID? Because you're blessed to be able to write yeah. full time, which is great. <laughs> Jared's awesome. Your husband, um, yeah, y'all have got a great, a great family and great things going with how it's structured. Yeah. Did anything, yeah. <laughs> did anything change at all in quarantine? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's what we were talking about to begin with before I went on my tangent. Um, actually, it got better. The writing got better for me during quarantine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just because, um, like I said, so like I said in the beginning, I was kind of a little down because 
um, of Beasts and Gods hasn't gotten picked up by a publisher yet. Mm-hmm. Um, still working on that. Yeah. yeah. Dead Thrones is, I had a lot of edits to make, as I told you, that I didn't, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, a little bit, I need some time away from it. That, so I was kind of like struggling in the beginning of the year and wasn't doing a lot of writing, to be honest. Yeah. But I don't know what happened. Quarantine hit, and I just decided um, I'm going to write these two other books, and I did it. So I actually got better, and I can't really say why. Maybe because hmm. I was stuck in the house a lot. I mean, sure, that yeah. could be the case. Um, maybe that is the case, but yeah, it's something just, I guess, snapped in me, and I said, okay, I'm just going to write these other two books and go from there. So. That's cool. Wow, that's great. And I mean... You know, it quarantine affects everyone differently, and and mm-hmm. um, you're right. You know, you can't go anywhere. You can't go to Barnes and Noble like when you heard the good news, um, mm-hmm. or or be out of coffee shops, or you know, um, because you love nature and um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, so you can't be out and writing, but maybe it, perhaps it was some of that. Like you can't go anywhere. I know that's certainly how I felt. Right. Um, the early months of uh, I was um. You know, the the listeners that I, the few of you, you know, you know that I go back and forth between screenwriting and prose, uh, writing books, um, that is. Yeah. And um, in the beginning, I, it was kind of an introvert's dream for me. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I got to stay in the house? Say yeah. no more. <laughs> like, right. Um, and so a lot of different ideas came to just, you know, get words in and get, mm-hmm. get some scripts uh, out. Um, I'm about yeah. to kind of turn a corner and work on a, a, a book idea. Um, oh, great. Again, thank you. Yeah, yeah um, to kind of, you know, to switch it up and keep, you know. Absolutely, that's great. Keep the writing muscles strong in, in different areas. But um, I think it's cool that you, you know, sometimes you have bad days. I know everything we've been saying is mostly positive, but that's cool mm-hmm. that you, you know, you have an agent now, but like it's not over. You know, there's still work that's gotta be oh, done. Yeah. Yeah, um, to so get rough. the to get the book, you know, to to find a, a publishing home, um, yeah. and sometimes you have bad, really bad days um, where you can't, you know, maybe you're not feeling as as optimistic. Um, mm-hmm. The words aren't aren't flowing. Um, right. That reminds me. Do you you don't do you also you know experience like looking over at someone else's work, so to speak? when it comes to success and in the path as far as like, you know, um, or do you not, do you have the, do you narrow yourself and you're like, no, I'm not going to worry about what anyone else is doing. Cause maybe someone else has an agent and maybe now they, you know, they have been published. Do things like that affect you as well? Um, not, uh, hmm, I'm trying to think. Um, not, particularly just because a lot of my friends, I, I, I mean, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know how this worked out, but a lot of my friends um, have also not been published yet. Mm. So I think we're kind of like in the same boat as far as um, our, our experiences, as far as not getting published. So it's like yeah. a lot of people to talk to about it. Um, so, and then I do have one friend that got picked up Oh, you know, Reagan. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, <clears throat> I'm really actually ha- happy and excited to read her book. And, you know, I, I think it's good um, to also 
read um to read her book and see like what kind of books what it takes to get like published which i mean it doesn't mean yeah like i mean there's a lot of other things too like um my agent was saying like the market Mm -hmm. um if it's if you know let's say you're writing i don't know a family saga Mm -hmm. i'm just throwing this out there and what's in right now is contemporary romance then you know you have a harder time getting picked up um but so there are other factors other than the writing itself but um i think it's just interesting to be able to read somebody's book that got picked up especially if it's your friend you know yeah so um just to get like you know to see get some tips and tricks and see how that goes for them yeah that's great and congratulations again regan when you uh when you uh, listen to this um it was really exciting to see your post and it just you know it's always nice to be able to see people's success and respond correctly because I'm one of those people I or having one of those people sometimes I'll see someone's success I'll get bitter I get upset I'm not I'm not going front up here like oh I'm applauding it no sometimes yeah. on really bad days I'm like you don't deserve success you yeah. ain't been through what it- <laughs> and uh, and I get in the whew, spiral I'm yeah. not I'm not exempt. I'm not levitating above anybody, you know, as far as my having a good attitude or anything. But um, sometimes you got to slog through that. Sometimes I got to shut off the Lang nose. I'll take breaks from social media, Instagram. Sometimes that is healthy um, yeah. and, and good to do, um, whether you're creating something or just trying to get back in touch with yourself and your own routine or whatever, your own life. Yeah. But um, that aside, it's exciting to see... Uh, Re- uh, Reagan <sighs> succeed like that and for you to get uh, your agent for other people that uh, we're friends with on Instagram or other people I see who you know their um, script sold or or they're an actor and they booked a role or something right. um, can you talk about um, this will be really fun about support because we're friends with a lot of people yeah. um, a lot of the, the friends I've made really are because of you and Kim, actually. Oh, that's awesome. Because I, I didn't, I wouldn't really, I had, you know, I had Instagram. But like, yeah. you know, I just used it the way we, we use it, you know, just take photos of my food, my travel, whatever. Right. I, this was, it wasn't that long ago, but it's like, it's crazy how technology advances so quick in only like two or two and a half, three years. But it's like, I started seeing hashtags. Yeah. Um, and, and communities started forming um i i kim liked one of my photos that was book related and then from there i learned about you know oh my best friend lang and here's whatever you were doing that day and then from there it's like you know it's like that that camera shot and all the fantasy movies where it just the whole vista (laughs) all of middle earth and all of everything (laughs) lays before you and suddenly all of these writers were on Instagram. I'm like, wait, what? There's a community? Like, I thought I had to go to Barnes and Noble or the fit, but it's like, no, all of this. Yeah. It was a new frontier, the virtual Same. frontier. Same. And mm-hmm. so I met a lot of people, mm-hmm. um, Bruna and, and uh, Kat and all these different people, you know, <laughs> Chloe, what's up? Um, if you're listening, um, <laughs> what can you say about um, support? Oh my gosh. I love, first of all, I love the support on Instagram. 
I do not have um, any writer friends like like that live near me. And I was like, mm. I was like real writer friends, but I mean, <laughs> everybody's real. Everybody <laughs> is in human form. So, so <clears throat> I mean, I'm talking about like people that live near me. Right. Uh, so that is great. And like, there's so many supportive people out there and I didn't, I was like you, I didn't realize that there was a, so I had another Instagram that, you know, mm-hmm. Um, where I just post like most, you know, like you said, food, travel pics, this, that. And I started a writing account and I didn't invite any of my friends. This is when I first started writing a feast and God. I didn't want anyone to know I was writing anything because, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not any good. Who knows? Like, I don't want anyone to make fun. They wouldn't have made fun of me. It was just my mm-hmm. own personal insecurities. So <clears throat> I had like 10 followers and then it just grew and grew. And I didn't know it was writing. I was like, oh, I wonder who's going to follow me. I followed a few writers. I thought, you know, like my other site, I still only interact mostly with people I've known mm-hmm. in this, you know, growing up or people I've become friends with in person, um, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I have a few like friends, virtual friends on there, but not many. So I thought it would kind of be similar with this write in my writing account. I was like, okay, yeah. well, you know, I'll follow a few writers, see their work, fun. And it just, like you said, it became middle earth. Like I didn't realize how much support you get in this community. And I mean, like Kim, same thing. She reposted one of my poems. We weren't even following each other and she reposted my poem. So I was like, well, oh, thank you. And I followed her. She followed me back turned out at that point I was living in Massachusetts she was living in Massachusetts we met up we became friends then you and I became friends I moved to Maryland you then lived in Maryland um Mm -hmm. but even then like Chloe I consider her one of my best friends we talk almost every day like through text or through um and you know she came to Philly one time um and we met up and I mean I there's even those that I haven't met up with I'm throwing everybody out there but like they deserve it they deserve yeah go for it um Kenzie is one I don't know if you know her she's um yes yeah she's super sweet she got me a shout out from my favorite author Jay Kristoff and at that point she didn't read any of his books she went to the book signing because of me so she specifically went only because she wanted to get me a shout out. And I've never met her in what? person. She's an Instagram, you know, someone I know on Instagram that I've become friends with. Wow. And that's she so actually funny. just sent me something and she said um, that she got me a signed Jay Kristoff book that she plans to mail to me because it was my birthday, which, you know, like this is someone yeah. I've met in person. And I, I got a lot of that. Like I have a another friend um caitlin and she was living in korea and she mailed me like a package um she made me a bracelet that said sorry on it which of the people that haven't read my book sorry is um Mm. ananda's name so in her um fake language well fake language that i made up um that means queen Mm -hmm. so you know she did that so it's just crazy and then you you've been amazing Uh, you know you've been a great friend um comic-con and We've always been, you've always been so supportive. You're like always encouraging me. You beta read my book, gave really good feedback. Um, you gave feedback while it was, you gave me those videos. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was at work. 
via whole videos and pictures, um, yeah. you know, like almost scene by scene here. And, you know, so I, I, I've met a lot of amazing people and I'm just really proud of that. But I went on a tangent, but the support, I think support is really important. Um, Cause I think that's what keeps you going with your writing, with your creative endeavors, especially with creative stuff, because you don't always feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I think if I didn't have the support of this writing community, I don't think I'd be as um, successful, you know, in terms of like writing. I mean, I'm not making money, but successful as far as like my writing and forcing myself to query. And, you know, I think, um, I don't think like seeing everybody else doing it and supporting me is, and us supporting each other is like really makes a huge difference. So even if it be Instagram or like if you have, if you're lucky enough to have a ton of friends in the area that are artists, that's great. But you know, Inst- that community is amazing. And I don't, I feel like it's a very positive community. Like I've seen other, you know, trolling like in certain yeah, for sure. other communities. Um, there's a lot of trolls. Like I, I think everyone here is just genuinely wants to support you know yeah i've um amen basically to everything you said because um whether i knew you know some of the people you mentioned or not but um i really felt that um from you and kim and chloe and different people um just you know wanting to see people uh succeed and also just enjoy you know enjoy life with funny stories on instagram or or uh, you know hey guys maybe you should check out this book or um or of course food related you know or just really just people just enjoy their lives and being creative but being kind and yeah no no trolling or um offering to beta read you know thank you for letting me beta read or seeing other people you know it feels like they have so much beta reading stacked up like Mm -hmm. last time you and i spoke you were beta reading someone else's book a weekend ago or something like that and Mm -hmm. it just um it makes you feel like you're you're not alone yeah and like we're all kind of in it together and just kind of learning from one another and um it's just it's just really enriching um i've found and it's like wow all these people you know are have the same dream or some version of the same dream as Mm -hmm. as you and they close ranks you know around each other for support and it's like when it's like when you got an agent i felt like i got one yeah yeah because it was just like wow it's like this tangible next step for right. her um it's like yeah you you can you can do it yeah because uh, it can be really really daunting yeah but um knowing you and knowing so many others it's like you know if you're you know no one has to go on Instagram or anything because I've talked to people who are like, oh no, I don't want anyone to know or anything. Mm-hmm. That's totally cool. Sure. Yeah. Just right. find the sure. find the support where you where you can find mm-hmm. it. Um mm-hmm. like like Jared's you don't need me to tell you that, but like J- Jared's the man, like meeting you guys at the house. Um introducing you to my dad because it was like, you know, oh. I I didn't just write a book. My dad and I wrote it. Yeah, that was great. And I was like, not only would it be cool to to meet her, because it's like, wait, she's moving from Massachusetts to Maryland? Yeah. What? And I was like, yo, let me try <laughs> something. You want to try and scheme something with me really quick? And I think he thought it was really awesome. Because um, I, I think by that time, you, I think you had 
maybe read our book. I at some point you did <laughs> yeah. read it. I read it. Yeah. Um, and thank you, thank you so much, and for the the kind review and everything. And oh, I think that really blessed him. I mean, it blessed me, but I think it really blessed him. And part of what blessed me was um, meeting Jared as well, and just the you know he's just so down to earth and just the support. Like I don't know, I don't think he fully understood it at first, mm-hmm. but then. He was like, you know, I mean, did you, I think I remember him saying like, you know, I check in with her like, Lang, did you post today or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause your Instagram is what you do. You know, it's your, it's yeah. your business. It's, it's helps you get to the next yeah. level and meet yeah. mm-hmm. um, the right people. And, and I was just like, dang, this guy is so, you know, I mean, it's not like I didn't think he wouldn't support you, but it was, I don't it was just really nice meeting you guys and sitting there and just hearing about your journey from both sides right you the writer and him your partner yeah yeah he is very supportive he's um been supportive through everything so i'm very lucky to have him that's fan. that's great well before we go this has been great i don't know where the time went yeah (laughs) me too (laughs) but um this is this has been really good um you said jay kristoff is um your favorite, um, or one of your favorite authors. One of my favorites, yeah. One, one, of, one of your favorite uh, authors. On the top, yeah. Um, are you, uh, beyond beta reading, which is great, are you uh, reading anything uh, right now? You know, you got we got all the time in the world to be reading now. Yes, I'm reading um, two books. I'm reading Song of Wraith and Ruins. Um, yeah, it's really good um, fantasy. Uh, yeah. I, I believe it's young adult. Okay. Um, and I'm also reading, me and Reagan are also, um, me and Reagan are actually reading together. It's called Hood Feminism. Mm-hmm. And that's really good too. So we're re- uh, reading, um, well, I'm reading a fantasy and then also like a socially conscious, like politically active book. So, yeah. That's cool. Because uh, you're also really about that as well. And I think that's really uh, empowering just how you care about the, about community in, in general and you, you like to, I mean, you like to have fun, but you like to, to study and you have your, your heroes and you're always posting yeah. um, socially conscious things and just trying to, you know, encourage people to, yeah. you know, be more caring and to see what's going on around them. And I think yeah. that's really, uh, I think that's really cool. And watching you and Kim and all your different uh, Instagram <laughs> friends bond over those things in the yeah. stories is kind of... Yeah. You guys are always pulling the curtain back on that. And it's like, well, that's cool. It's like kind of involves yeah. everybody and, you know, kind of can kind of get you thinking um, as well. And so I yeah. think that's really neat. Um, yeah, I think it's important. And I have that aspect on pretty much like with Beast and Gods. I had a really, um, yeah, a feminist, like a very feminist overtone, undertone or overtone. Is it undertone? You may have been right the first. I think it's undertone. Or undertone. Okay. Because like well, it's okay. subtle. Is that why? Yeah, undertone. Undertone. Maybe that's why. They I swear say I'm so. a writer. I swear I'm a writer. We know we know words, guys. I promise. <laughs> yeah, we know words. We know words. Um, yeah, so I had a very like, feminist undertone, and um, Dead Thrones has like um, it has a um, uprising like uh, for like. Um, mm. A, a whole um, group of people that have been like oppressed. So there's a revolution and an uprising. So it's like fun because I like to make it um, still, you know, like the fantasy books are still fiction and fun, but then also have like 
some sort of um, cause, some sort of like political cause to it without, you know, just, I think it would be fun to read stuff like that. Yeah. For me, at least. <laughs> so. Because you got to write, <laughs> you got to write what you would want to read, which I think is really empowering. Is that a Toni Morrison quote? Something along the lines of that, yeah, where like, like write the book you want to see. Right. You know what I mean, I don't think it's a cliche, not just because Tony said it, God rest her, but also because it kind of gives me the warm and fuzzies. Because it's yeah. like, no, yeah, I'd like, I'd want to, mm-hmm. I'd want to read this, or like, I think uh, Peter Jackson was like, you know, I want, like, with Lord of the Rings, he was like, I want to make things that I'd want to watch. Mm-hmm. Right. Just, yeah. I don't know, it just really gives me a really good, secure, creative feeling mm-hmm. uh, where it's like you're creatively kind of unrestrained, right. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really good. Um, before we go again, so you're working. So, yeah, what are you? Recap really quick. And then tell folks where you can, um, and I'll link it, guys, where people can follow your journey if they're interested in seeing what you're working on. Um what are you, what stage are you in right now? What are you? So I'm working on the Devil's Breath book, okay. which is, like I said, a thriller, thriller romance. romance. Don't quote me on that. Depends on what my agent says. But um, I'm editing draft zero. Um, so I'm I'm pretty much almost done editing it. Um, nice. Probably about 30 pages left. Um, and that's what I'm working on at the moment. So just trying to get through that to eventually send to my agent. Um, and if you want to follow my journey, you can find me at, on Instagram and it's writer underscore Lang Johnson. Cool. Yeah. I will link that for you guys. Um, any books or any things that we, I can't remember right now, but I always try to link, uh, everyone's information on the blog at Josiah's voice podcast.wordpress.com. And you can check everything out there. Um, Lang, this has been awesome it just I, I hope it felt conversational it just feels like you know we just hopped on the phone really quick to catch up absolutely it. it was great because i feel like it's been a while since we've really sat and caught up like this so i feel like we're sitting across from each other at barnes and noble again catching yes. up or grilling <laughs> in the for, backyard <laughs> yes yes that was that was a fun that was a really fun time and it's was- um you have a do you have a garden now I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I have a garden. Cool. It's yeah. been fun. Yeah. So. That's good. Well, this has been great. I'm going to let you get back to your work or get back to beta reading um, yeah. to enjoy your Friday. You um, too. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's been great. You're welcome. Thank you for being, uh, for agreeing to be on into being on the um book episode you and jared um guys that you know they're married and they were both on there talking about wild and game of thrones um i loved that episode oh i know i love that episode too everybody did a great job yes but um guys that's it for us um i hope you have uh at the time of recording this it's a friday so uh i hope that everyone has a good friday and lang thanks again for chatting with me and guys i will talk to you again for the next episode see ya bye hey guys thanks for listening to my podcast i hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed making it my theme song is called emotional by the artist mateo and you can follow him on spotify to catch up with me online 
follow me at Josiah D-O-C-X on Twitter, at Josiah.D-O-C-X on Instagram, and follow the blog for the show notes. That's Josiah's Voice Podcast.wordpress.com. Until the next episode, thanks.